Hey, Changemakers. Welcome back to the Engage for Good podcast. I'm your host, Allie Murphy. In today's episode, I'm joined by Julie Laird-Davis, Vice President of Corporate and Cause Marketing Partnerships at Habitat for Humanity International. And we're going to talk about the organization's signature cause marketing campaign, Home is the Key. And a little side note, she's actually joining us as a speaker for Engage for Good 2023 next month in Atlanta. So come join us and 600 of your social impact peers. All right, back to this. Home is the Key showcases how a safe and decent home can enhance the quality of life for families and individuals. It inspires others to join forces and eliminate the problem of substandard housing. The campaign occurs each April, and this is actually its seventh year running. And it focuses on Habitat's initiatives to improve communities nationwide and home ownership's important role in helping them thrive. This year, Habitat is focusing on neighborhood revitalization with corporate partners such as At Home, a home decor superstore, Come and Go, a family-owned convenience store, and Residio, which is a smart home products company. Habitat is also leveraging influencers from home is the key and bring attention to the need for affordable housing. In today's episode, we'll explore an overview of the 2023 initiative and Habitat's corporate partners, the shift from home builds to neighborhood revitalization and why that decision was made, how Habitat is leveraging influencers to elevate the conversation and how they're working with them for success, best practices and lessons learned in working with corporate partners, how Habitat integrates its cause marketing and programmatic strategies, key elements that make Home is the Key campaign a success, and how Habitat's approach has changed for the first in-person event since COVID-19, and how that's been beneficial for their corporate partners. And with that, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Habitat for Humanity International. Hey, Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Allie. I appreciate you having me here today. I'm excited for our conversation. I think it's going to be a good one. But before we dive into kind of the specifics of it and all things corporate partnerships at Habitat, I want to know a little bit about you. We are all more than what we do at work. So tell us a little bit about what you do at Habitat and then also something about Julie as a person. Sure. So I've been at Habitat for over five years and our team does all things corporate partnerships. So we're known for the volunteering um, where you can have your employees come out and build alongside a family and really help them build their house. It's an awesome experience. We call it getting Habitatus. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> it's a lot of fun and it really draws people closer to our mission. We also work with corporate partners to engage their consumers through cause marketing programs. Uh, we have a lot of programs that we are promoting, like neighborhood revitalization, aging in place. We have a veterans build program, um, along with advocacy, which is our cost of home um advocacy campaign that we're wrapping up for five years. So that's a great way for partners to really invest in our mission and move um, impact forward. And then a lot of people don't know about all of the donated product that we do. Mm -hmm. So we do donated product both for um, helping to reduce the cost of building homes, as well as sending product to our 850 plus restores. And that the restores really help the network with um, operational cash. And so that's really important. And we appreciate the partners who support that work. And then I'll say on a personal side, I am an obnoxious Alabama fan. 
Um, Ooh, okay. Southern, yeah, a little bit of Southern sports. Um, and so I love football season. And I think the second thing I'll share is my husband and I have just bought a really fun house in North Georgia, and we are enjoying all the things that North Georgia mountains. That sounds really fun. Okay. On the the theme of the new house, when my husband and I bought ours almost two years ago, wow, that time flies when you're having fun. We went to the ReStore and we, our little bar cart downstairs is from the ReStore in Bend, Oregon. So highly recommend that as awesome. well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone support your local ReStore. Yeah. So today we're talking about kind of one piece in particular and we're going to pull it apart in different directions. So we're talking about home is the key. Give us an overview of the 2023 initiative in your own words. And would you tell us who some of your corporate partners are? Absolutely. So Home is the Key is Habitat for Humanity's National Cause Marketing Campaign. And we started it in 2017 to really inspire individuals and businesses to donate to Habitat for Humanity during the month. And so we kicked off April 1st, and it'll Mm -hmm. go through the end of this April. And we're so excited to have At Home, Come and Go, and Residio joining as corporate partners. And they're supporting through product activation, financial contributions, and employee volunteer opportunities. And the campaign really aims to increase national awareness around the critical need to address inequities in accessing decent and affordable housing in the U.S., you know, with our partners, we're engaging consumers in the work to make communities and access to home ownership not just equitable, but also inclusive and really raise more funds that can um, be flexible to support our mission. And we really want to demonstrate through the campaign that decent, affordable home creates a stronger foundation for families and individuals and positions Habitat as a thought leader in affordable housing. Okay, so if I understand correctly, historically, you've done home builds, which I think is probably what most people are familiar with. That's what I think of originally or once upon a time when I thought of Habitat. This year's program focuses on neighborhood revitalization. What does that mean for listeners who might not be familiar and why the shift? Sure. At Habitat, we know that when a family has access to safe, decent, and affordable housing, it helps to create stronger communities. So through our neighborhood revitalization program, we partner with residents, community leaders, and organizations to best address neighborhood concerns and make improvements and enhancements that will increase neighborhood safety and improve the quality of life for residents. This work can include anything from rehabbing a house to community gardens. We build new homes and even resident financial literacy classes. All of this contributes to the fabric of neighborhoods and makes them more welcoming place to call home. So as part of this year's campaign, we're partnering with Habitat for Humanity Detroit to hold several in-person neighborhood revitalization projects in the Morningside neighborhood, Mm -hmm. where they've been renovating and repairing more than 150 blighted homes over the last 15 years. So at home, come and go, and Residio employees are donating time to volunteer with Habitat Detroit in the Morningside neighborhood. Um, And we're not only focusing on neighborhood revitalization, but we're also increasing equitable access to affordable home ownership. 
We know that there's a persistent and growing gap in home ownership among races, particularly between white and black households. And that national gap is now more than 30%, the largest it's mm-hmm. been since 1983. Yep. The economic fallout of the pandemic combined with ongoing housing unaffordability put millions of renters and homeowners at risk of losing their homes in 2020. And even though there were various policy protections for renters and homeowners during the crisis, housing security remains tenuous for far too many Americans today. So decent, affordable housing plays a key role in a family's education, health, wealth, and well-being. So this April's Home is the Key campaign reminds us that we all benefit when home ownership is accessible to everyone. It's not just the house or the home, but it is all of the components of a neighborhood, from a community garden to this to that, that really create a thriving community as opposed to just one structure where somebody is. Absolutely. And we really find that when we work with the community leaders, we're creating a safer community where the -hmm. kids feel like they can go out and play in the street or the elderly lady can stay in her home um, because it's a place that she's safe. And so how can the community really come out and support each other? And it's really amazing to see, you know, Habitat creates this emotional connection between families and they continue to support each other year after year. And one other thing that you said that I really like that I think not all, but a lot of nonprofits do really well, especially in our space, is involving those in that area. So you're talking about community leaders, of course, the local chapter of Habitat. But otherwise, we don't know what those people want necessarily. Sure, we've got stats or research or this or that, but bringing people into that process is so much more powerful. Absolutely. Well, and it's also, it's very important to us that we as Habitat are not coming into a community telling the residents. We're not dictating. No, the residents are at the center and we're listening to them and we're really trying to work with them and help them um, and really define goals and make measurable steps toward achieving those goals. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to come back to this in-person event in Detroit in just a minute. But before that, I saw that you were using influencers. And I'm curious, how are you leveraging them to elevate this conversation and make sure it reaches more and more people? Sure. One of the unique things our partners are doing differently is really engaging with their own brand ambassadors. So one example is our partner, Residio. They have six brand ambassadors they're engaging with during the campaign. Okay. Um, So they will partner with local Habitat affiliate within their five selected markets to help amplify the campaign, which could include going out on the build site, visiting a restored, capture content, and share in their channels. And we provided our partners with our own influencer toolkit, and it allows for partners to modify the language to Mm -hmm. be brand specific to them, but it still includes the Habitat um, sort of our talking points so that we can all have a consistent message together. 
Um, and so we really want to be sure that we are elevating the conversation around affordable home ownership during this month of April. And this language that our own influencers use, I think, is really important for our brand partners to use and equipping them with that information. Absolutely. One piece of curiosity there, are you using kind of a similar number of influencers as you've used in the past for other things? Or is this a a growth piece in how you're approaching a campaign? So we have had a lot of influencers work with us in the past. Uh We made a conscious effort to really diversify the mix of our influencers this year. And we're really wanting to be sure that the messages are connecting and reaching the right audiences. So um, it is, we've kind of adjusted our strategy a little bit, but we've maintained the importance of influencers in the strategy. Okay, so now we're going to go back to the in-person events. This is your first in-person since COVID, right? It is. Oh my gosh. It feels like, you know, we've been in this COVID warp of time. (laughs) So happy to be back in person. That'll be fun. And how, how has your approach changed, if at all? I mean, there's been so much time of not doing this stuff that it's probably given you a little bit of time to think about how you might want to do things differently. Sure. You know, the last time we were in person was in Atlanta in 2019. And so as we're preparing for our first in-person campaign in four years, we had to really change our approach with our partners. And one of the biggest changes we had to make was providing advanced information. Everyone seems to be working so much further in advance than they were in the past, including travel. Um, They're really working closely with executives to make sure events and other meetings work within their schedules. And our partners are asking us more in-depth questions than in previous years. They're wanting to know as much information as possible and knowing full expectations much, much earlier on. Um, And I think that that's just gone into part of the risk management that these companies are doing. You know, they're really trying to get all the I's dotted and T's crossed. Taking some of those pieces of what you're doing differently now, if you had to say, okay, here are some best practices or here are some lessons that we've learned in working with corporate partners, what would those be? The biggest lesson we've learned is making sure we have as much mapped out as possible in the early planning stages of the campaign. In the past, we provided information to partners a few months in advance, but partners are really wanting information and assets much earlier, as early Mm -hmm. as six to eight months in advance. So that includes collateral material, having your photos together, your messaging together, And it also depends on the partner. During our campaign partners were mainly giving flat donations and weren't doing true cause marketing, meaning point of sale kind of activities. This year, our partners are going all in with their cause marketing activations. Um, And I can give you an example of come and go. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to begin producing their in-store promotional materials, banners, register signs, photos, and they submitted their materials request to us last November. Okay, and this is for an April campaign. Yep. Exactly. This is much earlier than we expected compared to the previous year. So we were able to send them photos so that they can begin to build out their materials. But it really made us realize that we need to be, you know, really prepared in advance 
Mm-hmm. And how have some of those learnings improved the partnership experience on maybe both sides? Sure. It helped us restructure our timeline for sharing materials with partners. We want to make sure we have as much material and really by material, I mean collateral pieces um, ready to go. And so we have really worked on capturing photos ahead of time, logos and graphics and any other assets that partners want to use. So for example, we'll start to use photos and other assets for two years, which gives us time to gather materials for future Mm -hmm. campaigns. So for Home is the Key 2025, we'll actually do um, photography and video footage in the fall of 23, as an example. That You've got quite a bit of lead time. Mm-hmm. So that we can have everything pulled together. And this approach will also help us provide a better partnership experience for the corporate partners. We want to ensure that we're engaging them in a way that's not only meets our goal, but also meets their own corporate social responsibility goals. You talk about, or like in our prep conversation, I learned a little bit about integrating cause marketing and your programmatic strategies. Talk to us a little bit about that. And then since this is a podcast and I always want people to walk away with something they can do, what can listeners take away from or learn from your experience? Sure. With this year's Home is the Key campaign focused on increasing access to equitable home ownership, we want to merge our cause marketing and our programmatic strategies to talk about equity. Equity has always been at the heart of Habitat's work. And with this month being Fair Housing Month, we feel that we're in the perfect space to amplify and have those conversations. The Home is the Key campaign is supporting our Advancing Black Home Ownership Initiative. Our program really makes our commitment to Black homeowners explicit, provides a strategy to deepen efforts, and injects millions of additional dollars into the ongoing work of Habitat through local affiliates and at the national level. We're celebrating this in our campaign event on April 22nd. Habitat is partnering with Habitat for Humanity Detroit to support our in-person efforts and the campaign. On Earth Day, April 22nd, volunteers from our national partners will come together with Habitat homeowners to complete a variety of projects, including neighborhood revitalization and beginning raising the walls for a new home. To conclude the day, Habitat will host a community block party, inviting Habitat homeowners to come together to celebrate the work in this revitalized community. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of different things. We've talked about first in-person event. We've talked about corporate partners. We've talked about difference in lead time. We've also talked about the variety of ways that you work with different organizations, whether it's volunteering or advocacy, et cetera. That's a lot. What do you think are the key elements that make this campaign a success? You know, I think timing is one of the key elements. So April is Fair Housing Month, and it's also the anniversary of the passage of the Fair Housing Act of 1968. Okay. So while we've made strides in making housing more equitable, there are still many obstacles that families, particularly Black families, face when accessing homeownership. 
Systemic discrimination in housing and lending policies is a prime engine of social and economic inequity among Black families. And Habitat is a leader in the affordable housing space. So with this campaign, we are placed in a position where we can create impact and amplify the conversations around housing affordability. And we encourage individuals, organizations, communities, and companies to join us in addressing this growing issue. We need to make changes to help unlock homeownership for more families. So really the two key elements that we're focused on is choosing a time that we can really amplify our message of affordable home ownership and tying in our program of advancing Black home ownership. So really this marriage between our programmatic activity along with things that matter to a wide audience. There are so many more pieces that we could dive into, which is what I'd like to do. But maybe if people have more questions, they should just come and join us at Engage for Good in May. But if they're unable to do that, where can people learn more about you and your work with Habitat? Sure. We invite your listeners um, to visit habitat.org forward slash home is the key. And please use hashtag home is the key on social media this month of April and really help us um, raise our voices. I love it. Okay. We will include all of that in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. And if you want to join us at conference, it'll be May 16th through 18th in Atlanta. Julie is speaking, so she'll be there. And yeah, Julie, thanks so much for joining us and telling us a little bit about your campaign and what makes it work. Thank you so much, Allie. Great to be with you. The Engage for Good podcast is produced in partnership with True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright. Music this week is by Light Boys and Rex Banner. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, we hope you'll consider doing just that for our show. But the best thing you can do to support Engage for Good is simply to share the show with a friend or colleague. Thank you for listening.